his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Mid-America's most trusted source for news. KMOX. At 5.05, we've got a sunny sky, 52 degrees downtown at the Arch on this Friday, January 27th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story, local law enforcement, wondering whether the release of that police video in Memphis could ignite violence here. St. Louis Sheriff Vernon Betts says he's not hearing any intelligence reports that there will be a backlash here. If there is protest in Memphis, I don't think that it's going to erupt here in St. Louis. You know, we... For the most part, St. Louis has not been that volatile. That says although there's no racial component to the case, the victim and officers were all black. He says the issue of excessive police force can still stir strong emotions from people. A plan to double the salaries of aldermen passed by the St. Louis Board of Aldermen. The pay hike would kick in come spring after the board gets cut in half from the current 28 aldermen down to 14. They would make $72,000 each instead of the current rate of $37,000. Alderman Joe Volmer, who runs Milo's Bar on the Hill, voted no. You know, I make my money selling beer, pizza, and chicken wings. I do this because I, I want to be an alderman. Uh, the salary's never been part of my intent down here. Longtime Northside alderwoman Sharon Tyus voted yes. We're going to double the uh, amount of work because we're going to have double the constituents, and my ward tripled in size, and you cannot do all of that. Mayor Tashara Jones is expected to sign the bill. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. A police union reacts to the pay raise for aldermen. A slap in the face. That's what the St. Louis Police Officers Association calls the nearly doubling of salaries for the Board of Aldermen. They released a statement saying, at a time of historic staffing shortages, the Board of Aldermen has addressed the problem by rewarding themselves first and putting their employees last. The association notes, at our current pay structure, a police officer will never reach the salary of an alderman even after 30 years of service. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Today is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yakov Lerner age 40, from Poland, died in Ostrog, Woolen, Poland, on January 1st, 1939. For six hours, names of Holocaust victims were read aloud at the Kaplan-Feldman Holocaust Museum. There will be an entire weekend of events at the museum. Director Helen Turner. This is the date, um, this is the anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz, which was one of the largest killing centers um, created by the Nazis. And uh, it was declared International Holocaust Remembrance Day by the United Nations, so it's observed all around the world on this day. The weekend is pay as you wish at the museum. 
conquering COVID. Now, the latest on KMOX. For the first time in a long time, there are no counties in Illinois with a high level of COVID transmission. The Department of Public Health reports only 20 are at medium risk with all Metro East counties at low level. In Missouri, only Shelby County remains at high risk of COVID transmission. Of the cases being reported, most are the so-called Kraken variant now, which rarely results in hospitalization. Want to play some b-ball? You can't in Forest Park right now unless you bring your own hoop or something. Forest Park forever wants that to change, as KMOX told you back in November. Now design plans are being shown off at a few locations coming up. January 31st from 4 to 7 at the Marquette Recreation Center. February 1st at Forest Park Dennis and Judith Jones Visitor and Education Center. And February 2nd at the O'Fallon Park YMCA. All of these plans include at least two courts to start with, and then other spots will be roughed in for more courts down the road. In Forest Park, Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. A 62-year-old woman is recovering from head wounds after being pistol-whipped in broad daylight by Forest Park. Police say the victim refused to hand over her purse to a gunman at Lindell and DeBoliver about 3.45 Thursday. He struck her in the head with the weapon, then made off with her purse and phone. No suspects have been found. The woman whom fired Fox 2 anchor Vic Faust berated on the radio show he had is now suing him and has more allegations. The Post-Dispatch reports Crystal Cooper claims on September 13th not only did Faust defame her on the air. He made her fearful of bodily harm and would not physically allow her to leave the studio during his outburst. The KMOX business desk, we're getting a new first glimpse at the new Hulu show from St. Louis native Sterling K. Brown. It's called Washington Black. Please be on the lookout for that later this year. Um, from Indian Meadows, my production company. It follows an 11-year-old boy on a Barbados sugar plantation who becomes a refugee in Nova Scotia. It sort of takes a, a real-life sort of tragedy and turns it into a fantastical um, trip. Brown told daytime television's Rachel Ray that Washington Black will be streaming later this fall. The National Archives wants to know if more past presidents held on to classified documents. Let's talk about it with Margaret Brennan, moderator of CBS's Face the Nation. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning. So the archives sent a letter Thursday to representatives of former presidents and I guess vice presidents going back to Ronald Reagan. You know, the question that a lot of people are asking now is, is this starting to look like a systemic issue? Well, now that you have at least three examples that we know of, uh, Vice President Pence, former President Trump and current President Biden, um, three would make a pattern, arguably. So that is why um, there is this increased scrutiny of what happens with transitions between presidencies, um, but also just mishandling of classified uh, information. I spoke in a rare joint conversation with the two chairs of the Senate Intelligence Committee, who in a bipartisan way are pressing the Director of National Intelligence for Uh, an immediate briefing on exactly what is in the classified materials that were found here uh, because they want to be able to judge whether there was any risk to national security. They also want to look at things like overclassification and record keeping. And I would expect laws, regulations to be written as a result of this. The U.S. and Germany now sending advanced tanks to Ukraine. This is a shift in policy. It takes the outside assistance to a new level. So explain for our listeners why this is so very significant. Well, the tanks that the U.S. and Germany have pledged uh, will be in the pipeline, but not immediately on the battlefield. Germany has said they will 
uh, approve the transfer of leopard tanks that they make, um, but that need to be sort of outfitted with new communications equipment and updated with other things, but could be on the battlefield in about two and a half months. The U.S. made Abrams tanks may take longer than that. The reason the Ukrainians want them is because they are stealing themselves for what may be a spring offensive by Russian forces in the east of the country in particular, where it is like World War One level uh, trench warfare. Uh, and these kind of tanks are significant in, in helping to protect the Ukrainian forces as they uh, try to uh, carry on that fight in what could be a very significant next six months. Um, the, the hope among Western allies is that by uh, ramping up the level of the weaponry being given, that it will uh, press the Ukrainian advantage enough that Russia may agree to sit down and negotiate. At this point, Russia has not shown an interest in ending the war. What about concerns by some in Europe that this is a, a provocation and will just escalate things with Russia, you know, sending this advanced weaponry into Ukraine? Well, there's been a lively debate within Germany in particular, a country where after World War II really went through a, a national reckoning, a lar large part of it pressed by the United States, for example, um, to uh, change its relationship with uh, the military and its uh, industrial complex. So this is a huge change for Germany to go from a position of really um, uh, opposing a lot of uh, export of its weaponry to now putting tanks on the battlefield to fight Russia in Ukraine. So there has been a lot of talk within NATO, um, of which Germany is a member, about moving step by step as an alliance. And um, they got there eventually. That's one reason the United States agreed to give the Abrams tanks to sort of help give the Germans political cover domestically. Um, but it gives you a sense of uh, the idea that this is not a simple uh, thing to choreograph to get all 30 NATO allies comfortable that by um, giving heavier weapons that they won't become an extension of the war or directly threatened by Russia themselves. Well, looking at Face the Nation this weekend, what topics will you be tackling? We will be digging into this classified document uh, rolling scandal. We have a very rare bipartisan interview with the chairs of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Senators Marco Rubio, Republican of Florida, and Democrat Mark Warner of Virginia, to talk about their concerns here, but also uh, some of the broader national security threats to the United States, particularly emanating out of China. And there are very few things that are bipartisan in Washington these days, and some of it um, at least for national security, you know, politics can't be too much of an issue. So that's an important conversation to have. And we also have an exclusive interview with Kevin McCarthy, the new Speaker of the House. A lot to get to with him, including what appears to be a looming showdown over the debt ceiling. That's CBS's Margaret Brennan previewing this weekend's Face the Nation. Face the Nation. Thanks to Megan Lynch for that conversation. And coming up, our news coverage continues. It's 528. CBS News special report ahead of the release of police body cam video in Memphis. Call out the culture. Call out the culture. Family attorney Ben Crump is calling for change weeks after the violent arrest of Tyree Nichols during a traffic stop. Nichols died days later and FBI Director Christopher Wray says he's already seen the footage. What happened in, in Memphis is obviously tragic. I have seen the video myself, and I will tell you, I was appalled. Memphis law enforcement is preparing for protests, as are agencies around the country.
Nichols' family has asked demonstrators not to be violent. CBS's Omar Villafranca in Memphis. One thing we have not seen is a bunch of businesses uh, putting uh, boards up yet. Mind you, it's still going to be a business day today, and in this economy, all these businesses are going to try to stay open and get as many customers as they can. Nichols was black, as were the officers who arrested him. They've been fired and are now charged with his killing and other crimes connected to his death. CBS News Special Report, I'm Peter King. Local law enforcement watching to see if the release of that police video in Memphis sparks any problems here. St. Louis Sheriff Vernon Betts says he's not hearing any intelligence reports of violence expected here. I don't think we will, people in St. Louis would be as upset and as volatile as what might happen in Memphis. The Normandy Schools Collaborative has hired a former local to be the new superintendent. Michael Triplett is an associate superintendent in Olathe, Kansas, but grew up in East St. Louis and also used to be principal at Sumner High School. Dr. Triplett is a certified superintendent, which Normandy Schools need to regain full accreditation. He replaces Marcus Robinson, who is not certified. The St. Louis Board of Aldermen votes to give itself a pay raise, approving a bill that would double salaries this spring after the board is cutting half from 28 to 14 aldermen. What are aldermen saying about about their decision. This is absolutely insane. We now the aldermen will be making more than a police officer, more than a paramedic. I ultimately hope this will attract a, you know, better crop of candidates, folks with professional backgrounds to run for these jobs. You know, I make my money selling beer, pizza, and chicken wings. I do this because I, I want to be an alderman. Uh, the salary's never been part of my intent down here. I just feel like a 100% increase in pay is just too much for any job. Uh, we work hard, but uh, so does everyone else who works in the city, and we need to make sure that we're taking care of our frontline workers first. Some people are saying you deserve a raise. Well, I'm saying that the workload should match the amount of work that's put in and the amount of hours that's put in and the amount of money that comes with compensation. And How many hours do you put in as an alderman? I would say well over maybe 100, 200 hours a week. I mean, we, we working. 200 hours a week? Listen, I wake up to phone How calls, much do you go sleep? to sleep to phone calls. I get phone calls at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning because somebody's house has gotten shot up. 8,000 calls for service in somebody's I neighborhood. Did, uh, I have one call where you had to help dig up a body. I right. mean, how many aldermen do that? None. Zero. You don't hear individuals out here doing things like that. The plan would increase the pay of aldermen from $37,000 annually to 72000 Mayor Tashara Jones is expected to sign the measure. AP correspondent Donna Ward reports on a University of Michigan student who's a violinist and a speed cuber. Stanley Chappell is a pretty good violinist. He's even better at solving a Rubik's Cube while blindfolded. That was about nine seconds. The 21-year-old University of Michigan student is one of the world's foremost speed cubers, a person who can quickly solve a Rubik's Cube. Chapel says music and speed cubing have so many similarities. Repetition, breaking things down into their smallest fundamental elements, and all of these different things we, we use and utilize to improve at an instrument and being able to take these into the world of cubing. But Chapel says he does have to put things into perspective. Nobody else is able to do this, but at the same time, it's like, I guess giving myself a little bit of a reality check, it's like, how much does that actually matter? You know, it's like, it's not going to pay the bills when I get older. <laughs> Thank you.
I'm Donna Warner. Time for a whole nother story with Kevin Colleen. And tonight, Kevin visits with a Fenton couple whose love began a long time ago at a gas station. You worked at a gas station when you were four years old here. This was a gas station, yeah. And, and you would go out there, I mean, a four-year-old can hardly lift up the hose, I would think. Well, back then it was, yeah, it was full service. There wasn't such thing as self-service. And so there was three of us, me, my brother and sister and mother, and I was the youngest, so I did the gas. Sister washed windshields because she was the tallest. Brother usually checks the fluids. Mr. Cletus Beyer, a 70-year-old man in brown overalls, a red plaid shirt and wool cap on his head, has been working at Beyer's Auto Parts since he was four years old. His wife, Iris, also works in the shop alongside him every day and has known Cletus since middle school. Oh, well, we rode the school bus together, and he'd take my purse and dump it in the middle of the aisle and crazy things like that. And were you doing that sort of thing to her because you had a, a crush on her? Or did she annoy you? Uh, at the moment, no, I didn't have a crush on her right then, no. Yeah. When did, when did you start to think fondly toward her and think, this is the woman I want to marry and have an auto parts store with? Well, she started working here. We had a pool table in the back. And we were back there playing pool, and I needed to sh- make a shot, and she was standing away. And I said, are you going to move, or do I need to move you? And she said, well, you got to move me. And I kissed her, and then we went from there. So, Cletus and Iris got married and have been married for more than 50 years. The auto repair shop they work in every day is dark and cluttered with potted plants, drooping ivy to the floor, and old auto parts, some hanging on the pegs for more than 25 years. Well, we always be honest with each other. We don't try to hide anything. Always honest and tell the truth. What would you do if you could do anything you want to do? Anything I wanted to do, drive around the whole United States and see something. See the different sights instead of just seeing them on TV. That's Cletus and Iris Beyer of Beyer's Automotive in Fenton. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Killeen. Federal health regulators are taking steps to allow more people to donate blood. Current policy is gay, bisexual men, and others who engage in high-risk behavior have to show abstinence for three months before donating blood. But Dr. Peter Marks, a hematologist and a director at the Food and Drug Administration, says better screening can end that waiting period. The new approach proposes that the current donor history questionnaire be revised to ask all prospective donors, regardless of their gender, about new or multiple sexual partners in the past three months. If the change is adopted, some will still be turned away, but more people will be allowed to donate. We believe that there will be no change to risk in the blood supply in terms of HIV, hepatitis B, or hepatitis C. I'm Jackie Quinn. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.